At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Harago, a trades-only platform helping you find the right job or the right candidate. Harago.com, best in trade. Okay, this one is going to be short and sweet. Okay, I have a safety tip for you, and I'm going to talk about flame sensors in specific areas, specific environments on some unit heaters. Every single year I have the same problem. I'm going to I'm going to go over that with you. I may have posted about it last year as well, but I don't think I spoke about it on a podcast or anything like that. So I'm going to talk about that and what causes the issue. And you could potentially be in a facility that you may see the same problems. So safety tip. I did a video on it. You may have seen it. Unit cabinets or chassis, whatever you want to call them, they can become live. Same with motor uh, casings or compressors if there's no ground in place okay an earth ground to to the machine or from the motor to the cabinet of the machine because the the cabin of the machine should be grounded what can happen is that stuff can can become live okay i watched the video just the other day it was a guy who walks into a convenience store he's holding his daughter in one arm. His daughter's like two or three. Okay. With the other arm, he grabs a hold of a cabinet or like a, a case, like a, a refrigerated case, grabs the handle to open it, and he gets stuck to the case. He, he freezes. He's getting electrocuted. Drops his daughter. Guy runs over and starts booting, booting the guy off, off the door, like kicking him. I mean, he's got no other choice. This guy's getting, like, zapped, right? And Buddy's wearing shoes, rubber soles, so he starts kicking them. And that's actually how, back in the day, I was taught to get somebody off of a unit that was um, electrocuting them. Just go up to them, take your boot, and kick them off of it. Whether or not that's ethical or <laughs> you're still saving the guy's life if, if you get him off. So this guy... He got up, walked, walked away. He looked sh shooken up. I don't know what happened after the fact, but he looked like he was going to be okay. So anyway, so this, this stuff can happen from improper grounding of equipment. In order to protect yourself from that. Now I've seen a lot of guys talk about this back in the day. You take the back of your hand and slap the unit because if you put your hand on the unit, it'll want to grab, right? So if you, you hit it with the back of your hand, it's not going to grab because your hand doesn't bend that way. But I don't like that. Why would you uh, even attempt to touch a unit that you might think was live? A non-contact voltage stick is your best bet. Now, I, I never used to like them. I thought they were... I didn't think there was a purpose for them. Like, you can't diagnose with them. But it's not for diagnose, diagnosing. It's not a diagnostic tool. It's a tool that's going to allow you to check for power or lack thereof okay so 
if you pull out, and in the video I used the Testo 745. It's so damn inexpensive, it's not even funny. It's like 25 bucks at True Tech Tools. Okay, so you basically, you take it out and you wave it in front of the unit, the, the cabinet, before you touch it. And a lot of more techs are starting to do this. Because when I posted the video, I got a lot of um, feedback from techs that actually have been zapped by touching cabinets. And they start using the non-contact voltage stick as a means of PPE, basically, personal protective equipment, because it's protecting them from touching something that's live. And that, that's all you really want to use those for, is to check for the presence of power or lack thereof. You don't want to diagnose with it. So for 25 bucks, I mean, it could save your life. That's my safety tip. The other thing I was going to talk to you about was this. So in this warehouse, there's maybe 25 to 30 unit heaters, okay? I mean, half decent size, like 400,000 BTUs. And every year, I'd say about 40% of them will not fire. The pilot will light, but it won't go any further than that. And the reason being is because this warehouse, it, it holds soap, okay? It's got, um, I think it's Purex is the soap brand that they house there. And you can smell it. Like the, the smell is very, very strong. Okay, you can smell the... You can smell it in like two, 300 feet away in the parking lot. You can smell the building. So this soap residue in the air, it creates this like white powdery coating around the flame sensors. And every year, 40% of them, they don't work. And they're modine unit heaters and the pilot assemblies are a pain in the butt to get at. Sometimes if you can't get at them properly, you got to take the whole burner out. I've kind of been managing to, to, to get some of them out. I mean, there's two different styles there. There's one that clips in. And if you get that style, you can unclip it and you can take the whole pilot assembly out. Then there's another kind that kind of gets just bolted into place. That one there is really tough to get at. And those are the ones there where you may need to take the burner out just to clean, clean the flame sensor. So once... The, the flame sensor is cleaned, it's fine. And it's not an issue with the machine because this warehouse used to be at a different location with the same product. And I'll tell you a funny story. The trucks used to park and idle inside of the building. So they would drive in and the dock was on the inside of the building and the unit heaters were along the dock. So the thinking was the trucks idling and the exhaust was coating these flame sensors. And that was the problem. But when the building moved, we were having the same problems and it's because of the soap in the air. So if you're in a facility, you have gas fired equipment inside with flame sensors and they continuously have issues. It could just be the environment that you're in uh, because the environment that these are in is really, really affecting the operation so on to this next thing here i don't i'm i don't bad mouth any products or anything like that I, I don't like to do that but somebody brought up a sealant a refrigeration thread sealant the other day and i seen it and i scrolled through i seen it and i, and I had to comment on it because it was one that i used to use i used to use a lot 
okay? Um, I've experimented with a lot of different sealants. This one in particular, I used a lot. I found that after a while, it would break down, get hard, and it would just be really difficult to, to use because of this. Trying to take off caps off of valves later, they're just jammed and tight. That's, that's the reason now. I mean, I've used Nylog before, years and years and years ago. I was introduced to Nylog by a senior tech of mine. He called it snot. Now, since I started using Nylog again, I will never stray back to any other leak sealant. I'm telling you that right now because it's just head over heels. It's the best. Head over heels. <laughs> Isn't that what, when people are in love, they're head over heels? But it is. I'm head over heels for this stuff. I mean, that's why everybody says we put that shit on everything. The other cool tool I wanted to tell you about is the, the Yellow Jacket... Um, it's a, called a modified needle valve where it's got like a quarter inch female and a quarter inch male fitting on it, which allows you to regulate flow through it. It's kind of like the gas retention valve a little bit that I've talked about before where you can screw it in and push the Schrader in, but it's, it's not. I mean, it kind of looks like it, but it's got a needle valve with a dial on the top and you can actually regulate flow through that um through that valve, which, which is kind of cool. So check that one out, guys. Yellow Jacket has a ton of stuff. They got a ton of accessories and stuff that you don't even know about until you actually go on their site or you go into the supply house and look on that big wall, the Yellow Jacket stuff. They have all kinds of cool little accessories that would come in handy on a day-to-day -day basis. Anyway, guys, safety tip, use a non-contact voltage stick to check for the presence of power on unit cabinets, okay? unit heaters or, or flame sensors in general, if you continuously have issues with them, don't blame it on the equipment right away. Look at the environment and see if there's anything in the environment that might be causing it. Okay, Nylog for life and check out that needle valve because it's, it's pretty cool. All right, guys, that's a short one. I'm out. Happy HVAGing.